Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me. Many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Move your body until you remember who you are. These are the words of today's guest, an unfiltered casual conversation I have with my dear friend Maria Maxim. A few years ago, we worked together in India and great memories to these months, and we both are experiencing now how that time is being revived. Her love for movement, transformation and the understanding of life is what energizes her daily. With her knowledge through personal experience, overcoming her own struggles, she helps women to move in greater alignment for better health, freedom and confidence. Grab yourself a tea, a chai or a coffee and listen in to this warming conversation. Two friends chatting away, no filters, no edits, just real life. and welcome welcome to the podcast uh, a new episode and um, I'm very very grateful and thankful uh, that you accepted my invite to connect with me here really yeah thank absolutely. you for that <laughs> I'm grateful to be here it feels really fun feels really yeah fun as well and um, we just talked a little bit before and that you also said that somehow um the energies because we met in india a couple of years ago we were put together as a teaching team and then all of a sudden there are so many energies just like searching back almost in into our lives i see it from left from right and then they come from the back and from front i said oh that's interesting so that period back then that that is still so much alive and these bonds are still so strong uh related i don't know if you have the same thing in that yeah i do and to your point we were just talking about it and i do feel like this resurgence of uh, certain conversations with people from that time or just an awareness of them and yeah. what I'm reflecting on for myself, because I think it's really interesting. It's been popping up and here you and I are, yeah. um, is that what's happening for me is this like remembrance of what that period of my life, what that season yeah. brought up within me and mm. highlighted for me as far as like values and desires and yeah. what felt really resonant to a deeper part of me. And, and yeah. it's interesting that right now it's like, I'm kind of awake to a check-in with myself as to how I'm doing and where I'm at with that. It's, that's kind of what I feel like is being um, ushered in with that kind of resurgence. I, that's really amazing. That is like, um, I just have these, like these, these little voices in the back of my head, just, you know, dropping me little notes and they're like, you remember about this, you remember about this that you were thinking about back then or you were practicing or you were hearing into it or reading a book from back then or listening into another podcast as well. And then all of a sudden there's just things coming, rising and it's really like, ah, yeah, okay, what am I doing again with that? And I like that. I really like that. But before we dive further in the conversation, um, would you like to give an introduction about yourself from who is Maria? 
Oh, sure. That's, <laughs> it's such a difficult one for me when it comes to like the roles. I'm like, huh, there's a lot of things that I like to do. Um, so I guess the most simple way to introduce myself is that I'm Maria and I am someone who just really loves movement and transformation and understanding of self and the nature of ourselves and of life mm-hmm. and how to move into greater harmony with ourselves, greater mm-hmm. truth and a bunch of different things allow me to do that from like Reiki to EFT to yoga to dance to coaching to mindfulness to meditation. So there's all these different vessels of expression to yeah. experience that. But that really, I think is if I were to summarize what I'm about and what really excites me in this life, it's it's that essence. It's the essence that uh holds everything back together that basically binds everything together so there's always this little golden thread that binds everything together that we know and i have experienced through all the different jobs that i have had throughout my life yeah, i have to call them jobs um that everything that i'm doing nowadays uh has been initiated back then so everything had a start and all of a sudden right now I see all these qualities or things that you know of or things that I've studied or that you learned that everything starts to come back together and still it expresses itself in different ways from yes I'm a yoga teacher and yes I do like movement and yes I'm also coaching people but um, everything that I did in the past uh sort of like these little layers have been peeled away um to give more of the essence from what we are today so yeah I really feel that too I see that for myself in my life as you say that I'm like you know it's that every little step along the way was leading to this exact moment yeah and then still knowing that Because these days you hear a lot about, you know, finding your purpose or finding your essence in life. And then I say, yeah, okay, but it is something that already lives deep within ourselves. And I don't really want to give it a word. I do know that I continue peeling layers away. And that I might get closer to the core of who I really am although I'm already am who I am today. So <laughs> this is like the confusion in the words. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the mind has a hard time with that one, but yeah, I feel it. And I know I feel the same way. Totally. Yeah. Do you think that nowadays you are more um, aware of who you are as a person? If like you would say, like two years ago, for example, like we met about two years ago. Uh, yeah, there's something like two years ago. Uh, are you closer to uh, understanding that essence of who you are today better as like two years ago? Mm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel very clear on that. Yeah. You know, I I feel just every, every moment and every phase of life and every opportunity is really as time has gone on and especially since we met has become like a deeper reflection of is this true for me does Mm. this feel in alignment um how how am I showing up and really a state of understanding myself has become a lot more prominent so you know I think the foundation was being built for that and lately what's really emerging is this 
like I said, the word understanding of myself and why it is I mm. act in certain ways or tend to certain things or certain people and really going into like my childhood and then like from the moment I was born and looking at family structures. Mm. And so what I think is really interesting is to carry that with me, to have less of an attachment to these things about myself as like, this is who I am. Um, And really introspection around, is this true? Or was that actually what happened here? How did I show up? Or what are my tendencies? And Mm. in the past, what I used to do is it's turn away from certain parts because I felt like it was I was one going to judge myself, but I was, there was like a shame around being completely human within my mm-hmm. form yeah. because we have our light and our dark aspects, our yeah. light and our shadows. Right. And so I think I've become a lot more resilient within myself and just able to hold space for myself in a way where I'm able to see those parts of me yeah. without going into criticism and self-judgment and really starting to have like a genuine affection for myself. Um, which is just such a beautiful, tender, new space to be in. So my answer to that, that is absolutely yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is, but that is beautiful to know because this is also how uh, you are trying to um, educate or coach other people in supporting them. So what you've been through yourself is something that you know best and how you can guide and coach other people through that same or like um you know likewise uh topics where they are dealing with because these are for you movement is a very big thing uh like moving the body is like sort of like mandatory and sometimes you do it like gentle and sometimes it is like very intense and feeling tapping into this what do i need to nurture myself is also something that you guide other people in doing. Um, that is at least how I see it. And I remember very well from even the yoga classes you were teaching. Sometimes it's very like gentle and fluid. And some days it was not so gentle and fluid. <laughs> really like, no, 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 you can do this, just go. <laughs> but still holding that space for others to uh, to refine and also to discover who they truly are in their essence of so holding that sp- holding space i think that is um i think that's a magic thing if or a magic quality if people can do that at least mm. that that's what i love about the teaching yoga is really like holding space for people that they can feel nurtured, safe to explore uh, into where they are as individuals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you highlighted too around like some days it was soft, some days it was not so soft, there's more fire. (laughs) For me, the word word that's really like anchored in my life as, as far as what I realized all of this is about for me and what it is that I guide others into. And I think that I've unconsciously been doing and just didn't have the word for it but it's that thing of embodiment Mm, and so embodiment like being in our bodies and connecting to what's prevalent and moving through our emotions our mental patterns there's going to be different textures Mm. in different moments of our life right and so if we're if we're only tapping into the body in the same way over and over or only moving it in the same kind of energy over and over I, I, for me, feel like there's then um, 
energy currents or experiences or expressions or yeah. parts of ourselves that we're not getting to experience or to yeah. move. Mm-hmm. And in being able to move the body in different ways, we start to change the consciousness within ourselves and with ourselves. And then we start to yeah. emerge through a different expression, right? And really realize that we are not multi or not one faceted, we are multifaceted, even in the way that we can feel and move yeah. and then experience ourselves in the world. Yeah, it's the same experience if you always walk to your work every day, the same road, walk, drive, whatever, bicycle, whatever you do to do to get there. And you always take the same road. You're not exploring the other facets in life. So you can, this analogy, you can take it through anything. And sometimes I have that question that people are asking me from, okay, but how many times should I practice yoga per week? I said, I don't know. I said, I think it's fine to go running or to go for a swim and to find the essence of yoga in whatever you are doing at that point. I said, the yoga practice is not that sacred. Oops, people are not going to like it what I say right now, but it's not that sacred. You can find the expression of um of yoga as well when you go swimming running or go walk in nature or any other day it's yin practice or it is a vyasa or an ashtanga practice and just searching for a new road to to get into that maybe i need to cut that part out no i'm gonna cut it out (laughs) (laughs) well you know i think you touched on something something valuable there is like there is it's it's the the quote it makes me think of there's many paths to the same destination right is the essence of it and so it's really about presence and unifying with ourselves in the moment and so for someone if that's through you know an ashtanga practice or for someone that's through being in the ocean and swimming Mm. or for someone that's running that moment where we fall away from just the mental mind thinking into flow state as some describe it but really into presence and into surrender and peace and joy and that central state of like love that our nervous system goes yes to the the means to get there if it's different is it's just the vessel it's just the container really to get there into that energy yeah definitely 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 if you describe living well what does that mean for you? Living well. Living well, I feel to me, is about getting in touch with what we value for each mm. one of us mm. and then feeling the inner agency and like inner energy to create that for ourselves and the um, ownership around creating that. Mm. So really it becomes about knowing what one values, um, taking steps to be in alignment with that, and then upholding that. That takes effort and it takes willpower um, because of the commitment. But I feel like, you know, to live well, we might think that like, oh, I just want it to be easy and simple. And I just like, it should just be easy if I just like Hmm. do exactly what feels comfortable, then I'll live well. Uh, I tend to find that that's not always the case and that really the things that require a little bit more effort to show up to create the conditions for us to get back in touch with ourselves and what we really desire and then inform our ability to take action to create that. So I think it's very personal, but, you know, less of the outside world telling us how to live and more what's being inspired from within and 
staying yeah, committed tra- to that. Yeah, tuning in from what feels right. And on the other hand, also understanding that sometimes we have to do a little bit of harder work to get to that state of knowing that you're in that, that to getting to that right space as well. Uh, sometimes it requires a little bit of effort. It's not only ease. <laughs> it's not only from, oh, let's just chill out. Then I'm living well. It's really like, you know, getting through uh, certain, um, yeah, certain difficult areas. This is well very, very present in that. Um, so we just touched upon that very briefly before yoga off the mat. I always tell people at the end of their practice uh, or not tell, I invite them to take whatever they learn or discover throughout their practice to take this with them. Um, If you see even more a definition of what means it for you today, for example, uh, any experiences from being in yoga, but then away from the yoga practice. Mm. Something that I think about with translating what's on the mat to off the mat is, you know, in my practice recently, I've noticed when do I go unconscious? When do I go into um, habit mode or just like Mm. automatic gear and what's my breath doing? And so it, of course, my brain is like, duh, Maria, like, (laughs) but but I had like a reawakening of it in a deeper way where it was like the really how present can I be and where do I go when I leave the mat? And so off the mat, that looks like where, where do I go when I leave the moment? Am I Mm. thinking about something in the future? Am I worried about something that I, you know, the imagination, am I thinking about something in the past? Mm. And, and then the breath, like the breath becomes even more for me, the thing that anchors me back in. It's like, what is my breath doing? And how, what's the depth of my presence right now based on the depth of my breath? And I've had, you know, like around the time where we met, I had this injury that was still affecting me and it was definitely connected to like my diaphragm and I wasn't breathing deeply and there was a lot of anxiety stored in my body. And as I've moved through that, it's, it's really interesting to just have noticed the habit of locking in the breath Mm. and being really shallow with it. Yeah, And then the ability and the consciousness to move back into breath. So for me, it becomes about how am I, how present am I? And the mm. portals through that can be where, where my mind is, but yeah. also what my breath is doing if I'm not sure. And to just continue to wake up to this moment, into this moment, into this moment as much as possible. Almost, almost over and over again. I recognize the, um, uh, the breath is more leading me through whatever I'm doing in the day as anything else uh, because I know that the moment I'm not let's say in the moment I tune in and I notice my breathing is super shallow mm-hmm. it's like very shallow just like you know it's there but it's not it's it doesn't feel nurturing anymore and when I got really pointed this out was when I started diving, uh, scuba diving in November when I arrived here. I did this on two reasons. And what was my biggest revelation is that the braiding is such a magical thing and how you can extend your breath and how you can find a rhythm, a very steady rhythm 
the moment that you go underwater because you have to continue breathing no matter what. And then you learn how to breathe also through anxiety moments. For example, when you have to take your mask off because you need to do a test, taking your mask off and sitting on six meters deep, really like, and still continue wing, steady breath. That's it. And really like, holy crap, that's interesting. Like you just can, um, you know, this little mind trick and that the body feels totally calm, although you're doing something very, um a little it was for me a lot of anxiety to take the mask off uh not being able to open my eyes on the water and then putting it back on again and just clear out the water and just really like oh i'm super chill only because being able to steady that breath out really like all right good i learned the lesson again and since then that i did that um for me the yoga practice was more defined in being in the moment and getting back to deeper breathing as what I was doing before. Really like, okay, so everybody should go scuba diving if they want to experience that one. (laughs) I'm like imagining this euphoric ecstatic breath moment in the ocean with mother ocean around you while it seems (laughs) magical. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I'm going to do when the water gets a little bit warmer again around here, I also wanted to take the free diving because the free diving is without any, uh, any oxygen. So you're diving on your own oxygen. And seeing in what state of mind you can get at that point and how much depending we are as, you know, we need oxygen to, to live. So this is, uh, it's a little bit of a brain trick, but I like it. You, do you know how to dive or not? No, I don't, but you should. The inner, the inner mermaid in me is like, yeah, <laughs> do that. Hop, a, hop on a plane, coming out of here. It's going to be cool. You know, I like to jump on planes. So now that's in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, the invitation is, the invitation is valid. Totally there. Totally cool. Thank you. I will definitely um, take you back on that one. Yeah, yeah, right. definitely. I'm still here for a couple of months. This should be cool. Um, if, I'm going to ask you, are you a reader or you prefer watching, um, are you more like a movie watcher or what's your preference? Mm, I, you know, I enjoy them both. I, Uh I love to read. I do like watching things. I can enjoy listening. You know, I'm actually, interestingly, I've learned that if I watch something and I'm like, I'm just going to listen, there's something about me that needs to have the visual. I'm such a visual learner and engager. So I've realized that like video is good for me. Yes, podcasts, but there's actually something about video or reading or movies or documentaries or things that really helps me with my visual learning sense. If I would ask you, you can have a tea, chai, coffee, depending on what mood you are. Maybe it's a turmeric latte. I don't know. Maybe a glass of wine. <laughs> Everything is allowed. Um, who would you like to have uh, sit down and have a drink with? What would you ask? Who is it? What would you be asking? Mm. Anything. And it I can be this. somebody from a long time ago or something that is very um very in the moment from right now from this time yeah yeah so the person that comes to mind like my brain was like it should be someone interesting and famous <laughs> no, and, and like no. that's sort of, no but that you know the brain does the thing where it's like <laughs> I want to be interesting but actually the truth is that 
the person that comes to mind for that would be my grandfather on my mom's side. So he passed away before, before I was ever conceived, um, three or four years before that. And I remember as a kid, just really feeling like this ache for towards him, like really wanting Mm. to have met him. And I kind of felt like I knew him, but Mm. I just would like visualize and imagine us together and what it would be like. So I had this really um, desire to be in connection with him. And so if I had the opportunity, and I feel like he's here with me often, he comes to me, but to sit with humanness uh, together to, to speak, I really would want to hear about his challenges. So he fled Hungary during the Hungarian revolution mm. and ended up in Denmark. And I've heard about his story from my mom and my grandmother and that's one thing, but to really hear from his, his lived yeah. experience and like his most challenging moments into his most yeah. proud moments, his wisdom. He was someone who was very much from what I've gathered ahead of his time and his thinking. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, things that are like now becoming very popular as far as like how to take care of the planet and how to think and how to show up yeah. and what's a value he was already instilling in my mom. And so Um, you know, I really feel like he was a very embodied man ahead of its time and it would just be really powerful. I feel to share a moment with him and to hear from him and just get, get to hear with someone who went through so much as far as identity and shifting and had such a grounded mindset and presence in his life. And I'm sure a lot of heartache, what it is that he would want me to know and to really value in this life so I have a sense of that of course but yeah but it would be so special to have that that is amazing that's really beautiful and I totally understand because this is sort of like it's like one of these trick questions and then what you say you know oh yeah but it has to be somebody famous and whatever (laughs) well known but it doesn't have to be because sometimes we just want to sit down with somebody who we would love to speak with and for some reason, or yeah, what you say, like your grandfather already passed away. Um, And I totally get it that you really want to have a conversation with somebody just because, you know, we all have our own specific reasons for that. Um, uh, And sometimes it's just nice to sit down with someone and really have like a chat and just be able to ask all the questions that you just want to be asking. I Mm -hmm. love that. I really love that. And yeah, the trick of the mind has to be somebody famous. Who am I going to think of? <laughs> it's like if I pick some, the the mind, the ego goes, if I pick someone interesting, then I will be interesting. And it's like, no, what do you actually <laughs> desire? What's true for you? <laughs> uh, because I sometimes I think about this myself as well. Who would I like to sit down with this week and, you know, ask some simple questions? And um, I came down with, um as well my grandfather this week but that's because my grandfather is from Suriname from South America and I knew him for a couple of years but I've discovered again some piece of history in that country and it's just so complicated to find anything out so it's really like I just want to have a conversation with him and just ask him a few questions and then I can continue again and then he can go to rest again so it's really like Mm. I I totally get it Sometimes you just want to not talk at somebody famous, but who's maybe famous for you as a person. So he's not famous in the world, but for you, he's very important. That's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Would, would it be a coffee, tea, or chai, or is it a glass of wine? 
Hungarian wine. <laughs> oh, uh, you oh. Know, well, I'm, I haven't really been having much wine. Like I enjoy a little bit of it, but when you say Hungarian wine, I just, I said, oh, because I could imagine him just being really delighted by the fact uh, that he could share something of Hungary with me and like yeah. Hungarian wine could be a thing that he could share. So I think it would either be that or, I mean, chai is always so fun. So anyway, I feel like his spirit would delight in sharing his Hungarian wine with me. So maybe it would be that. Okay. Just for this time, <laughs> this occasion, Hungarian <laughs> wine it is. We're going to do some research to Hungarian wine because I think they've got some really nice ones out there. Um, in your website, on the bottom of your website, I saw yesterday, you have a beautiful quote and it says, I'm going to read it here, a new world is emerging and it needs your magnificence. Mm. What are you trying to say with that? Who are you trying to reach? Really just reaching out for that one in all of us, that thing in all of us that is the same, that is that magnificence that is emerging mm. from the divine, from totality, from whatever we call it, from the universe. Yeah. And I, maybe it's just because of the world that I'm in and the people <laughs> that I'm connected to and talking to, but I just do really feel that there has been, we're constantly shifting, of course. Yeah. And there has been a shift, but there's an acceleration, it feels like, yeah. of people just looking at their lives and themselves in a way that's a little bit more introspective and with the desire to get more clear on their values and their alignment and how they would like to live and how they would like to feel in their lives and what matters to them. And so I've, I had this moment this morning in my meditation around, yes, the feminine is rising, I feel, based on what we're seeing. And also it's really just like we're moving into more harmony. So yes, first the feminine has to rise out of what has been a masculinely dominated experience. And so as the feminine is rising, now we can start to harmonize in this new earth, I think is really for me about, or this new world is really about the divine of each of those elements and giving ourselves Mm -hmm. space to reimagine and reconfigure and create from a deep, deep state within ourselves that is really conscious and, and in alignment with that magnificence. So, you know, it's kind of like another way of saying it's happening. You're needed. It's time. Let's go. Let's wake up. Let's do this work. Let's yeah. Dive in and just, contribute because it's needed. It really is needed. There's a lot of turmoil in the world and there's a lot of pain and, and, you know, all of that is happening as much as other things are blossoming. And I think that when we are at such a crux of such confusion and such delusion with the, with the rising consciousness, it becomes this like um, rub. There's really a yeah. rub between the two. And so yes. those who are feeling called to kind of be the light bearers and to, um, and to yes, kind of lead do. the way into yeah. healing, into greater peace and consciousness, like we really need that right now because there is a lot of pain and suffering. Yeah, there definitely is. And what I definitely believe as well in there is, you know, if you are uh, one person and you allow yourself to step into that uh, consciousness and allow yourself to really step into that you will be touching again just a few lives around you and your tiny little circle and from there the circles are getting bigger until the circles are connecting somehow because you know it is 
um, you know, with the internet, the world has become really small. It's very fast how people can connect and how communities can connect. Um, I see it every day again, and it's really beautiful. And I'm already happy if there is, you know, one person coming in for a meditation class, first time ever is coming for a meditation class. And then I say after class, we're like, oh, yes, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for joining. And then I see them, not maybe the next week, but in two weeks time, they come back again. Really like, yes. Okay, good. And then just having the trust that even if they don't come to this class anymore, that they have touched upon that there is more and that it's okay to start tapping into that knowledge and to letting it out and expressing this as well into their own circles and their own communities again. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I just, I, I was reading that and I just love the words in, in, in together. So that's, that's definitely, I just love it. I just love it. Thank you. you. <laughs> it was it was definitely an inspired moment when I was I don't know what state I was in, but I was like that <laughs> that goes there, <laughs> just right there. So uh, if anybody listening in, just scroll through a website. I will put a link in below and uh, scroll to the bottom of the website. Definitely look at it and then click on it and I say yes, hell yes. <laughs> we need to we need to rise. We need to support each other. Is there anything that um, you would like to share with people that are listening in that are going through this rough time at this point. Uh, you know, there's a lot of rough patches everywhere on, on in the universe going on. And the only thing what I say is that I can just only share what I know. I can only be here to support you. Um, hold on to that little string and climb, climb back on the wall. What would you like to give to these? beautiful souls out there. Hmm, yeah, I would say that it's to take time to get to know yourself and to mm. understand yourself from a compassionate lens. And to most importantly, befriend yourself the way we talk to ourselves and guide ourselves in our life is the way in which we talk to others and then guide others eventually once the yeah. mask comes down, right. So really, the greatest thing that we can do for the world is begin to heal our relationship with ourselves and to like I said befriend ourselves I believe yeah. and so on difficult days when um when it is tough if we can tap into that voice of love and acceptance in which we would speak to someone that we really care for deeply and actually turn yeah. that inward I feel like that for me has become so supportive and so affirming in the fact that I have what I need to be okay. And I think often we reach out and we fall into coping mechanisms and difficult experiences or relationships or work or different situations mm. that are actually deterring us from what we know is true for ourselves. Yeah. And if we could talk to ourselves with compassion and kindness, I think we would turn inward a little bit more and start to trust ourselves, which is what I found in my own journey. So if you are going through something intense, it really also just means that the journey is not complete. And on the other side of what is painful lies a beautiful nugget of wisdom that will add more light to your life. And that nugget can very well be the thing that is used to ascend your life, but also to mm. support others in ascending. Yeah. And while it's not always easy, 
I do believe that that's part of this like waking up and it's absolutely worth it. And part of our soul contract is to walk each other home. So as we walk ourselves home, we get to walk other people home. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. I really, really love that. That is amazing. Um, yeah, I think that um, by continuously offering the support uh, to others, uh, but first of all, it starts with how do we um, have a conversation with ourselves? What are the words that we are choosing to talk to ourselves with? And the moment that it starts to be in a more uh, uplifting and positive mind frame, how we can see ourselves, talk to ourselves, we can also start using these words to others. And it's very often that there is only a tiny shift needed from how do you address something that is happening in your life or something that is happening outside of you. Um, that from there, very quickly, there's a, a big shift uh taking place just like that really like oh okay so just by choosing different words towards the inner conversation um from there the little snowball can grow bigger and taller and bigger and taller until we start touching other people's lives and then you know it is it is going in the right direction but yeah that big shift um that is happening. Uh, I think everybody can feel it, but some people are more conscious of that. That is what is happening, and that's why there is such a uh, such a big change every day in how everything feels. So, waking up in the morning, tuning in, how do I feel, and then start your day from there. It's very important. Take good care of yourselves always. Super. Exactly. <laughs> that is my morning morning situation. Wake up, feel, check in, and then go out. Right? Because yeah, yeah, we yeah. need that anchor. Yeah, <laughs> feel, feel, check in, and give yourself a beautiful compliment because you're doing an amazing job. And already by starting your day like that, you're doing an amazing job. It's already good. Definitely, definitely for yes. Um. Where are going to people find you? Right now you're in the U.S., West Coast. Are you yeah, in not, San Diego at the moment. Yeah. You're yeah. not teaching any classes or anything, sometimes online. I see things popping up. Yeah, I'm teaching something I've become very fond of doing is a new moon yin practice, and it's over Zoom. So that happens on every new moon, and it's really beautiful. So that's mm -hmm. the consistent thing that I'm teaching. Um, and other than that, Instagram is a good place to find me if we're not in person. Yes. Um, yeah, and then my website, as you mentioned. So yeah, those are okay. those are the good places to find me. Then I'm going to put this all down below in the description so people can uh, click on that, check you out. If they don't know you yet, because a lot of people you know, I know, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> Uh, so that's for that's for definite and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for reconnecting into this digital space and the only thing I hope is that we can again inspire a lot of lives that we can touch on some lives and bringing that um, yeah bringing the big smiles on their faces again Mm, yeah. yeah, I'm really grateful to to just one to have listened to some of your other podcasts here <clears throat> has been so special and and it just feels like I'm sitting down with friends like having to yeah. your chai and 
I'm really grateful to have this conversation because it's one of those that allows me to drop back in and just to kind of reflect and deepen into what is emerging now for me and to share that with you has been yeah just really joyous thank you so much I'm gonna wish you a wonderful day yes we are in the day right now we are pretty equal in time zones <laughs> last week it was different it was India that was really complicated <laughs> oh yeah that's a big time difference <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting though so yeah thank you so much a very big uh greetings from the bottom of my heart a digital hug and I know we're gonna meet each other again in the real world somewhere around maybe pretty soon maybe later maybe in the caribbean world is with a dive i don't know <laughs> yes the world is actually really small so we will find each other again definitely definitely <laughs> for that 